0: It's time for part four of In The Moment. Oh,
1: man. Time for relationship talk.
2: Katie, have you ever, and this is stemming from a segment on The Big Show, reached out to apologize to one of your exes, or have you ever had an ex reach out to apologize to you? Reach out,
3: like, after we broke up and apologized? Yes,
2: going back in the day. Like, remember, there was a story on The Big Show where... Um, I believe Burke was telling it, uh, someone was in a, I want to say it was a marriage and they asked their significant other if they could reach out to an ex and just say sorry because they were wrong. And the significant other had no problem with it and was like, yeah, sure. That's fine. And I think it was a guy. I think he did it. And that was it. That was the end of it. And it was a whole debate that I enjoyed of, first of all, would you let him, would you let your significant other do that if that's what they wanted to do it? And I kind of felt like I would. But I ain't going to lie, my first thought would be, why are you thinking about this shit? Yeah. Why is your mind still there? But have you ever wanted to reach out? Have you ever done it? And Or have you ever been in a relationship with someone else who wanted to do it?
3: No. Um, across the board, I've never reached out to an ex to apologize if I was in a relationship with someone else. And I've never reached out to an ex to apologize for anything if me and said person weren't trying to rekindle something. Mm. I feel like that's different.
2: So if you fucked it up, it is what it is.
3: Yeah.
2: We ain't going But back. if
3: if we're trying to rebuild or restart, then I would have, you know, like this is where I went wrong and we have a conversation. Other than that, no. And I haven't dated anyone that I know of that's gone and done that to their ex.
2: Got it. I have um I've never been with someone who wanted to do it or who asked me if they could do it. That that's never happened to me before, but I have been on both sides of the other. I did reach out to apologize to someone once, um, simply because I, I just felt like the time that we met, it was just awful timing. I was going through a lot at that time. I was at a really, really dark place in my life, and she was awesome. Mm-hmm. She really was. She was incredible. I mean, um, we just never stood a chance. It was right. just bad timing. It, I, I was... I had nothing to offer her at that time, yo. I really didn't, and she was great, and it just never developed into anything. And it literally was right around the time that I had moved from New York to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And she even—did you meet her? I don't know. You might have met her and don't Seriously? remember.
3: Oh, shit. I want to
2: say that she came out once to um, kick it mm-hmm. for a day or two. It was quick, but we played cards. Yo, this was in the beginning, beginning.
3: Was I drinking that night? Yeah, of course you were. You know I don't we remember. We all were.
2: This I actually just remembered this, just in this moment.
3: I met this woman?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was you, myself, Amy, Walter, and her.
3: Oh, damn.
2: And when she left, I almost remember, if I didn't tell you, because we weren't nearly what we are today then, so I might we have kept it to myself, right. Uh-huh. I don't remember, but I do remember feeling like, yeah. It's, it's not there. Because mm. once you move and you really, re- it wasn't there. And I felt horrible about that because I know how much she liked me. Mm. and I, But it wasn't there. And I, I couldn't.
3: I feel like I vaguely remember you talking about this. That actually
2: happened. And I legit forgot, yo, that she actually, yeah, she came to Atlanta. Mm. She came to Atlanta. Because the time that we met, I was like, I was down and out. And then I had met Bird and the rest was history. And I told her, like, yo, I'm, I'm leaving.
3: Is it the sunglasses chick? No. Okay.
2: Okay. No. no but I, it was a thing with the both of them at that time because I was okay. pursuing.
3: The sunglasses yes, chick. Yes, okay. and that
2: didn't work out, and then she yeah. was there, and I just was like not, And she and I remember feeling like, damn. I always talk about how you want the person that don't want you, and then the person that wants you, you don't want them, and I felt like I was in that situation, mm. so I tried to make it work with the person who wanted me, but it felt forced, and I swear I feel like you and I had a conversation about it, and you was like, "You can't force it." Yeah, and, you probably did. Yep, and um, I've always just felt bad about it. I I never mm-hmm. really truly did anything to hurt her, but I I couldn't. I wasn't available. Mm-hmm. I wasn't emotionally emotionally available, and I reached out at some point. Um, When I really got my shit together Just to say like I'm really sorry that that didn't develop And I truly, truly, truly appreciate you Being there for me at a time When I was really down and out, yo I will mm. never forget that mm-hmm. And I didn't expect a response So I didn't re- expect anything to come from it But I just wanted to say it And yeah, she definitely never responded mm. But she's happy now Appears to be at least I mean, everybody's happy on Instagram But yeah. grain of salt, right? Yep. And I've certainly had uh, some reach outs mm-hmm. Some, ooh, fumbled that bag Yeah, and I didn't respond either. So there's that.
1: Guess about that time for stupid joke of the week. Here he goes again.
2: I don't know why you be hating. You know this is your favorite part.
3: All right, and you know this man. How do you follow Will
2: Smith in the snow?
3: It's, it has to be something with tracks. Um, summertime. Um, Big Willie style. All um, in it. Uh, I don't. I don't. You switch. I don't know what 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 is it. You follow the Fresh Prince, Katie. Oh, Fresh Prince. You follow
2: the damn Fresh Prince. Man,
3: I should have known that one. Yes,
2: you should have. a duh. Moving on.
1: Yo, Mo, Katie. It's time for Tweet of the Week. I got some tweets that I'm gonna read
2: to you, Katie. I'm gonna just go through them. Okay. Laugh if you will.
0: Mm-hmm. Be
2: mad if you will. Mm. Just enjoy yourself. All right. First tweet says, I'm not paying student loans if there are aliens. Sorry.
3: I wasn't paying them before the aliens. Sorry.
2: Does not matter. Not paying. (laughs) Come find me. (laughs) The chalk line after y'all haircut equals birthday makeup.
3: Okay. I have a question about this. Talk to me. I don't understand it. I don't understand why guys leave it. Do you not just, like, wipe it off?
2: I don't think you should leave it. I don't I've never left mine. So you can wipe it off. Yeah, you absolutely can wipe it off. Then
3: why don't men do that after the first day?
2: They like the feeling of it of the fresh prints, if you will. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: right. It's it's me. I know. I I know. No, but I really think that's why. It yeah. just it it like show it's kind of like when you leave the tag on something, when you leave the sticker on something. It looks stupid. I agree with you, but it's brand new. It's like look at how sharp these lines are they won't be this sharp tomorrow or the next day so get all of this sharpness while i'm out here trying to um not fumble the bag if you will okay that g-shock felt like a rolex in 09 it did didn't it it did that's some real talk right there
3: (laughs) and did
2: as soon as the lips don't match the words on netflix i turn it off expeditiously no i do i ain't watching that shit
3: like if it's a foreign show yes and yeah. and one
2: of them was incredible. I, I want to say it was um, what's the joint with the heist?
3: I think it's money heist. I think this fire.
2: Is- <laughs> you ever seen it?
3: No, that I couldn't get past it. Oh, uh, see,
1: but that was really good.
3: Invisible City. It's a Brazilian show, and never the, heard of that. One. The English dub over because of the storyline, I got past it not matching up because okay. their voices sound like the person. It's when the voices don't sound like the people.
2: It's, I can't do it. And I can't do it. It takes me back to the BET when they used to do that shit. Yeah. Baby boy. Yeah. The man became... The,
3: Freak
0: you, jo- yeah, yeah,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, they didn't only change the words. They changed his entire race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah. What, what a man said, like, your new slash, buddy. <laughs> That's not what he says. <laughs> Please text with purpose. We can't be hey-heying every day.
3: Okay. That's fair.
2: Right? I respect that. Yeah. Katie, you're going to have to relate to this one because I cannot. A lady said, I hate going to the hair store. I don't understand how $3 plus $5 plus $1 plus $8 plus $7 equals $245.87.
3: The taxes be out the ass on some shit.
2: The drug dealer to dog breeder pipeline is so interesting. Whoa. My budget for August is $5, respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> don't call
3: me to go outside for Nothing.
2: I respect it. I completely respect it.
1: Yo, it's time for a little bit of listener advice. Ooh. Yes, I got a DM from a
2: listener that I would like to address.
3: Let's do it.
2: She wants some advice, and we are here to give it to her. Actually, we're going to first give a shout-out to Christy. Mm. She slid in my DMs and told me that she had to share one of the best compliments that she ever got. Mm -hmm. An 82-year-old patient of hers told her that she has soul. And it meant so much because her whole life she has been drawn to the black community, but she was never invite- invited to the barbecue. And she's an old pasty white Virgo. But even though in her younger days, she was reminded by her black co-workers, by an old black woman, that no one sees soul anymore. And she wanted to let us know that her patient, Miss Jordan, thought she had soul. I like that. Christy, you're invited to our barbecue any day of the week.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Now. I'm not going to say the name because I don't know if she wants her identity revealed, but I will help with giving advice the best we can in which is what she asked for. She said, P1 bonus BS subscriber and listen to In The Moment.
3: Oh, the trifecta.
2: She's a huge fan. And she's really inspired by the point of view, our point of view, on a lot of issues. She grew up in the inner city and has dealt with a lot of adversity. and But it feels like it brought her character. And here's her question. She said, but anyways, I have a problem and could use some advice from the show or even from just you. Me and my fiance just had a baby. We also have two more boys, which are hers, not biologically mine, but are mine in my heart. Their dad aren't in their life. He's abused their mom and got hooked on drugs and abandoned them. Well, now after the baby, she wants me to get a vasectomy, and I really don't want one. But she's holding intimacy over my head, saying if I don't do it, she won't play piano with me anymore. What should I do? Lie and say I'm getting one? Or, please help. Thanks in advance. Take it away,
3: Katie! Leave. So, <laughs> um... <laughs> no, honestly. You no, leave. I know.
2: No, I know you. I know. If, if
3: a woman is giving you an ultimatum of, of that magnitude, hey, get snipped. Or, this is it? Like, no. It's not just surface level of you all hooking, like you know, playing piano or anything like that. It's deeper than that, and there's other things that she will make you try to compromise on and force your hand on. Besides you getting a vasectomy, it's a red flag. Wee wee wee, escape! Congratulations on the child, but wee wee, get out right now.
2: I would love to disagree with Katie on this and give you different advice, but I simply cannot. And I know your
3: body, your choice.
2: That's a fact, and period. And that doesn't change for anyone at any point at any time. And I I know it's hard. It's very hard. It's very easy to sit on these mics and say, hey, leave. I say it a lot. Leave, 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 leave. But I promise y'all, I live it. And no, it's not easy. It is not easy. It is Mm -hmm. not easy sometimes to just get up and go. It's not easy when you feel like you're attached to children, you're attached to your significant other, you're attached to the situation. But the truth is we all get comfortable and comfortability will keep you somewhere a lot longer than you need to be there. Whether that's Mm. a job, a significant other, a friendship, a situation, whatever it is. Sometime life will kick you in the ass and it sucks, but it's on purpose. I promise you that is the universe's way of telling you You have no business here. I have better for you. And even though you think I'm closing a window on you, it's simply because I'm opening a door. Unfortunately, life does not always show you the other hand before you let one hand go, right? You can't steal second base and keep your foot on first. That's just not the way it works. You have to run, leap, jump, and hope you can fly. And I promise you, you can. You just don't know it until you jump. And in a situation where you are given an ultimatum about your body, it's time to go.
3: It is, but just for the fine print, say you're like, "But I love her. I don't want to leave her." That's understandable. Test her. see if she will reach a compromise because there's different types of ways where you all can both pre- prevent having kids again, right? There's different types of forms of birth control. You know, there's different, you know, there's multiple ways. And see, hey, ask her if she would get a nouveau ring, you know, or one of those little shots in her arm. Like, ask her if she would be willing to do something that will also prevent both of you all from having kids, besides you taking the the blunt of it, and see what she says. And then you'll definitely know your answer by that. If there's no compromise, you'll for sure know what you need to do.
2: This should always be compromise, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Should always be some form of respect, enough respect to where there's compromise. The same way she's standing up for something that she believes that she wants that actually has nothing to do with her or her body, you need to stand up on what you want and stand on your own, too. That has something to do with your body. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm going to stand on. And you can respect it or you cannot. But either way, just know that I always have an option. I always have a choice, and you are never stuck. And unfortunately, it's going to suck to walk away if you have to, but it's going to suck either way, Right. Sometimes you get mm-hmm. put in situations. I told my homeboy this. Hey, bruh, it's gonna be hard either way. Yep. If you stay in a situation that you really don't want to be in or you're not happy, and it's still gonna be hard. Mm-hmm. And if you leave, it's gonna be hard. Yep. Either way, it's gonna be hard. So if you're gonna go a direction of which it's gonna be hard, at least make sure that the direction is worth it. And the only time it's worth it is if the end of it gives you freedom and peace. Yep. So peace. And
3: now it's
2: time for Mo ain't shit. Yeah, this is going back to standing on some shit, Katie. We standing now. We ain't ain't, ain't faltering.
3: Are you finally going to talk about little booties?
2: Nope. Oh. Ain't no wrong with little booties unless we talking about socks, because I don't understand how y'all keep them shits on y'all feet all day. (laughs) Whole heel out, ashy, too. Now your feet stink. Stop that. We respect all booties around here, no matter what Katie is talking about, but what we don't respect are liars, Uh fraudulent people. Okay. And it's way too many fraudulent people and liars out here. Right. People will lie on y'all, y'all. Of course. They really will. I'm not exactly sure how to feel about this Lizzo situation because to be fully honest, I'm not that surprised because we really don't ever know these people. Right. I hope the rumors are not true. hmm But I'm not jumping to believe anything or any situation that I was not there to witness myself. Right. Because unfortunately, as I sit in this seat, I promise y'all, anyone who's ever been anything or attempted to be anyone in this life will tell you that you are going to, unfortunately, when you are great, have to come up against people who lie. And I'm not at all saying that these people are lying on Lizzo. This situation actually has nothing to do with Lizzo. It's just my honest opinion about things that I witnessed. And I get confused when these situations happen because I want justice for anybody who's telling the truth. But damn, you really will start to learn that people will just lie on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, blatantly lie about some disgusting things. Right. And go right to sleep. Yes. Come right to work, act like nothing has happened, and lie their way to the top if they can. Mm-hmm. It confuses the shit out of me, Katie.
3: It, it is what it is. People are going to do what they do. There's you have no to become, conscience? It, no. No. No morals, no no principles, no respect, no nothing. People don't give a fuck. Not everybody's going to have the same values as someone else with good morals and standards. That's what makes the world the world. There's good, there's bad, there's evil, there's in between. It is what it is.
2: I just want to remind y'all of that. And it sucks and it's unfortunate. And if you are somewhere trying to do something good, trying to be great, trying to do the best you can, just know that God got you. Know that the universe has you. Mm-hmm. Know that there is some type of good karma out here. I would love to believe that, as well as there's some kind of bad karma out here for the people who are out here doing the wrong thing and pretending like they're doing the right thing. Because everybody can't compete with you, honestly. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they hate you for whatever reason. You, you probably won't even know most of the time why they hate you.
3: Right.
2: You won't even know why they're talking about you. Right. But it's life. It happens to the best of us. I'm certain if you're listening and you're attempting to do something great, it's happened to you or it's happening to you. You got to keep fighting. Yeah. You have to always be ready and willing to fight for your name, for your character, for everything that you stand on and stand for. Because unfortunately, the people are not going to see or remember the good. They are only going to pinpoint, pick at the bad. And it's never anybody doing something great because the people who are doing great shit don't have the time, opportunity or resources to go and try to hold somebody else down. Because life is hard enough and they're too busy trying to hold themselves up. But it always be the people that ain't got nothing else going for them and can't do it on their own merit that got to try to keep somebody else down in order to try to stay afloat. And that's exactly what they did to Jack on Titanic, okay? That's what Rose did. Mm-hmm. And then I hate it and it sucks, but I'm here to be a leader and to inspire someone who else is going through it because you got to always stay strong and stand on your own too, yo. You can't be stopped. Right. I truly believe in my heart that when you move and operate from a space of goodness, when you truly operate from a place of morals or from respect, dignity, the things that matter. When you pray in the dark, when nobody is looking, when you talk to God, when nobody else is there for you to talk to, it will work out. No matter what you're facing, you can't falter when you're the Rock of Gibraltar. Mm-hmm. These are facts. Mm-hmm. They're gonna keep trying. They never stop, yo. Somebody told me one day. I don't remember who it was, but they told me if you knew what your journey looked like in order to try to accomplish your dreams, would you still go on the journey? Somebody asked me that. And at that time, I said yes. Now? Yeah. Hell no.
3: You got to still say yes. I wouldn't, Katie. End goal is all that matters.
2: If I really saw what I was going to have to deal with. Everybody deals with shit. End game is all that matters. But I wouldn't have said yes to it. Now, I'm here. I'm in it. I can't go back. I'm doing my best. But the shit I have to deal with on a daily basis is not fucking fair and it's not, sometimes I don't even think it's worth it. I struggle with this. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to stop. Ain't no stop in me. Ain't no quit in me. I'm always fighting for mine. That's how I was raised. My mom ain't, te- ain't raised me to be anybody or anything different. And I know God, There, they don't have God. If they did, they wouldn't be moving like this. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you look at it and go, Now, had I known, I might not have did that. I might not have went this route. I might have just... And I ain't saying I would have been happy doing that either, right? But that's why you don't see it. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Sometimes you don't know what you're capable of. Of course. Sometimes you really don't know what you could deal with and what you can handle.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: But it's a lot of shit on the journey, y'all. It's a lot. And even if you're the most accountable person on the planet, you are going to get to a point where you realize... I don't deserve this shit.
3: Why me? Nobody deserves everything. Everyone's gonna question why me, why this. Okay. Yeah, if you out here, okay. if you out here
2: on some snake shit, lying, yes, trying to I'm, fuck people's lives up, doing a whole bunch of you know, nah, you kind of deserve I'm, what's coming. I'm
3: talking about people who are choosing to actually live and do fair. what's right. Yes, that's ma'am. what I'm referring to.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: No, you don't deserve it. No, it's not fair. Yes, it is a struggle. Yes, it is a fight. Some days are going to be hard. Some days are going to be a struggle. You might be depressed for, uh, like, months and some shit. You might have two good days. Mm -hmm. But if I know that at the end of this, something great and positive is going to come from it, then, all right, I'm going to stick this through. Because once I reach that achievement... It's not going to be that anymore.
2: You're right. And that's why everybody needs somebody like you in their corner. Because you ain't wrong. And that's what I'm trying to be. That's what we're trying to be. That's what in the moment is about. Is anything that I ever go through, I know that there's someone else out there going through it, and I just want you to know that someone hears you, someone's listening to you, someone is fighting for you. We just got a video Katie showed us or showed me earlier today Mm -hmm. of the excitement Mm
0: -hmm.
2: of us joining A podcast. Mm -hmm. And it lifted me up because it reminded me Mm -hmm. of who we are, what we do, and what we stand for. And I don't want to go into no details of it, but she knows who she is, but I don't want to go into it right now because I want it to be this shit ain't for um,
3: self serving clout. Ain't for none of that.
2: So we're not even going, that's it. If you ain't catch it when you caught it, then it ain't there. But we got your response, queen. I Mm -hmm. needed it. It's exactly how I felt like it would go. No mistakes were made. You better come up with some questions. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I told
3: her that too. <laughs> I don't come outside.
2: Or you better be ready when I come in there. <laughs> it's up. But I'm here to lift, to inspire, mm-hmm. to provide. Mm-hmm. Never anything different. And I'm here to remind everyone that no matter what you do, no matter who you are, the greater you are, the more they are going to try to stop you. And it's your responsibility to constantly, in those times, remember who you are, what you stand for, and what you really do, and never let them.
1: It's time for the Sickle Award. Let's see who was nasty this week. He's so fake, but I'm so real. I'm so sick, but he's just
2: there. All right, Sicko Award goes to my college roommate. Katie, you've had roommates. Mm-hmm. You've gone to college.
3: Mm-hmm. They still my friends. One is for me. Oh, all of them except for one is.
2: Two or not. Okay. I'll tell you about why the other one isn't next week. Okay. I want you to think back to your college roommate experience. I thought about this with our interns as they were departing from the show and we were talking about roommate situations.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I thought of what is the weirdest, nastiest, wildest violation you've witnessed that you can remember from having a roommate?
3: She was loud with her boyfriend. What you mean? Huh? She knew I could hear her through the vents. Cicadas? Said, yeah. I'm
2: Where's first. greatest?
3: Yes. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, how loud was she? What'd she sound And then she would try to write me cards and give me candy and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Bitch, <laughs> you knew I was in the dorm. Text me and tell me don't come up in here. Wait, she didn't give you the warning? No sock on the door, no note, no no text, nothing? So my first semester of my freshman year, my roommate, we had the, like this roommate program where you could like, it was like a matchmaker for your roommates before you got to college, right? And so I found my perfect roommate, and then right before the semester started, we even met and stuff, and then she ended up going to a different school. And I was like, damn. So they randomly paired me with another woman. Yep. And I met her. She was really nice, very sweet. She's like, I have a boyfriend. He's going to Georgia Tech. He'll only be here, like, certain weekends and stuff like that. I was like, oh, girl, it's fine. And I thought I was okay because the way our dorm was set up, I had, I looked out. I didn't have the dorm where you had to share a room or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: It mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> wasn't going to do me like that yeah, um, I didn't either But my first semester the, the dorm I did have Even though it was a split room It was still very close And the vent was shared So we shared a kitchen And a bathroom But our rooms were separate But that vent
0: mm-hmm. Was
3: still shared And those walls Was still super thin And so when her boyfriend Was in town At first it was She would warn me And be like Hey my boyfriend's here I was like okay cool I'm going go to my best friend's dorm Because I know what time it is
2: Right Pound Town.
3: But then she stopped warning me, right? Yeah. And it it didn't help because freshman year, I was barely even in my dorm in general because I was always out mm-hmm. doing something. So mm-hmm. the times I was in my dorm was just to go to sleep. And then all I would hear was her lat ass and him. And it wasn't like no subtle shit. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. She was... She... That would have been subtle to me. No, it's... Oh! <laughs> that, 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 that. And I'm like, this bitch put her on her fucking show over there Oh yeah,
2: she's going crazy for no reason She
3: letting everybody You gotta know. relax,
2: it ain't that Was it Jason Love in there? Well, no Oh, it was just Jason? Yes <laughs>
3: <laughs> And then, I, I, I think she heard me one day when I left Because I was like, you could have just warned me Like, I, I don't care, you do you, but just warn me Because I know we, we can both hear what's going on here Sometimes,
2: some of these women be too loud You loud for no reason You've not, I mean, you know what I'm saying? nobody's if, dying after this. If it's a
3: sneaky link. So then what she started to do, because I guess she started to feel bad. Yeah. She would leave me cards and my favorite treats. Oh. In the kitchen.
2: You got over it, too. I know you. <laughs> Katie be eating.
3: <laughs> and she's like, hey, roomie.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, Just hope you had a great week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know I ain't going to sleep. Right. Stop playing with me, yo. And
3: it would be like my favorite snack. And I was like, you trying to butter up to me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just
3: text me and say, hey, Rumi, don't come. To the room. That's all you gotta That's do. That's all you gotta do. You heard. So yeah, I had beef with her because of that. You she know, was a nice girl, but just tell me. I, I ain't mad at you. Hear that shit?
2: I don't know what's worse. I mean, it is nasty hearing anybody else getting to it. I do remember those times. I've definitely been there. I've I've had a roommate getting to it. I've had a roommate get to it, and he was alone. Oh. Yeah, you walk in sometime. That boy facing the computer going crazy. You be thinking okay. he in there with a girl. You hear that sounds? You walk in, it's just him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yo, D- I
3: don't know which one I would feel more upset Yo, about. Facts.
2: <laughs> and we called him D. <laughs> that was a nasty boy. Yo. Yo, D was a nasty boy. But um, now I had a, I had a roommate <laughs> from the country, Katie. And okay. No lie, he used to get drunk, super drunk.
0: Uh
3: huh.
2: he come home and just piss in the hallway. <laughs> Yo. No. All the time, yo. I mean, I was his thing. His mad way, he would sleepwalk. He it... was a sleepwalker. Oh. And he would come home. This was like almost routine. He would come home. This was when Coast was one of my roommates. Okay. It was like four of us. We uh-huh. had four rooms. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. For some odd reason, he would go home, see his girls, see his family, and he would always come back mad drunk. And he would drive, too, which was nasty. Damn. Yo, he would dr- and it was like an hour drive.
3: Oh, that and he-
2: Yo, it was nasty. Wild. I'm just keeping it a buck. It was mm-hmm. nasty. He would stumble in there. But hey guys. And most of us ain't even speak to him. We just. Because eh. he didn't really like us. We ain't like him either. I mm-hmm. think he was racist, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. we we seen some notes. That's a whole nother thing. Though. Okay. Man would literally go lay in the bed. Mm-hmm. And at some point. Whether I was in the bed or I was in the living room, still kicking in with the fellas, he would get up and you would just hear it. You would just hear piss, <laughs> just hitting, just hitting the damn floor in the hallway. And after a while, it was like, well, yep, he pissing again. Oh shit! He would literally get up out the middle of his sleep and piss in the whole. He would never piss in the bed, and he would never piss in the bathroom. He would always piss in the hallway.
3: Oh no! I would have to snatch him up.
2: While he's pissing?
3: Yeah, from his neck. Like, grab back his neck or something. I
2: ain't grab no man while his dick out, Katie. I'm not doing that. I'm just not doing that. I wish I knew you then, because I would have called you.
3: After he pees. I said,
2: Katie, come get him. (laughs) Would you, after?
3: Yeah, after he pees.
2: No, he's piss on him, on his leg. I'm not doing that. He's drunk. There's no way he's pissing. I'm not
3: doing that. He's probably pissing his bed. I'm not going anywhere near him. No, at that point, you do him like a dog. You smell this, put his face in it. (laughs) Yo. We should
2: have done that. We should have done that. And you wouldn't clean it up.
3: Exactly Like I used
2: to have to fall, I said yo fam he, Cause he you didn't believe, believe it You put his space in yeah, I didn't in do it. that So we had to record him one time Oh We literally had to record him one time mm-hmm. And this was like Right when cell phones came out I'm aging myself But fuck it And we recorded his ass
1: a Little pixels Yes
2: Yeah He's like that's not me Cause you couldn't prove it back then That's an iPhone 1 <laughs> You know what I'm saying Right But he wouldn't want to clean it up Until we showed him And then he finally would mo- Like yo fam You're pissing on the fucking floor
1: Mhm.
2: He did it like four or five times And then finally we got him kicked out Mm. I couldn't live with anybody pissing. No. Like anywhere but the bathroom after a while. But, yep. Um, To Sir Piss-A-Lot.
3: Okay.
2: And to um, Missy Moan Elliott.
3: Yeah.
2: Y'all are the sickos of the week. Mm Mm-hmm. Quote of the week. Somebody said we have two lives. The second begins when we realize we only have one. I saw this video Mm. of this guy giving what I actually believe is some of the best advice I've heard in a while. And it basically tells you that your life is worth more than $10 million. And here's why. I
1: offered you $10 million. Would you take it? Yes. Yes,
0: yes, yes.
1: And what would you say? Thank you? I would. But the only catch is you don't get to wake up tomorrow. Would you still take it? No No. Exactly. So... That means waking up tomorrow is worth more than $10 million. So wake up with a smile on your face every day and say that you're worth a million bucks. That is some high quality advice. That was amazing. That was really good, thank you so much.
0: And now it's time for
1: the reflective moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game. Reflective (laughs) moment
2: of the week, I want y'all to think about this. Someone asked me about success the other day. And I said to him, I think about why everyone is not successful. This is just my opinion. I believe this wholeheartedly. I don't believe in looking back on my life that everyone is not successful because of anything that has to do with talent. I think life will make you believe that. Life will make you believe that some people are just talented. Mm-hmm. Some people just have it. Mm-hmm. And some people don't. Mm-hmm. I personally don't believe that. I believe that everybody has a purpose. I believe that everybody has a talent. I believe that everybody has something that they can offer the world that no one else can. I just don't believe that everybody digs deep enough to find it. Mm. I don't think that any of the people I grew up with when it comes to my peers, those who support me and love me, those who stand beside me, those who are more successful than me, those who are less successful than me, those that made it, those that didn't, I don't think that Talent is the only thing that separates us. Now, are some of us a little more talented than the others? Absolutely. Do some of us have a little bit more ability than the others around us? Absolutely. But the peers I have that didn't get to where they wanted to be in life, it wasn't because they didn't have the talent. Mm. It's because they didn't have the will. Mm. They weren't willing to sacrifice the things that you have to sacrifice in order to get to where you really want to be. I think this goes back to what I was saying earlier. Following your dreams, yo, that shit is hard. There's no other way around it. It's very difficult. It's one of the, if not the hardest thing to do in life. Because you have to sacrifice everything. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to sacrifice friends, family, yep. time, yep. money, yep. pride, sometime your significant other. Goals, like, there are so many things that you are going to have to put to the side and say, if you don't understand it, if this doesn't understand it, if that doesn't understand it, then I'm sorry, but I got to go. Mm-hmm. Anybody successful, anybody doing everything that they told you they were going to do will tell you they lost a shit ton of things in order to finally be winning. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to lose a lot. Yep, You're going to lose sleep. You're going to lose jobs. You're, it's nothing you're not going to lose. Mm. And it's hard. And it sucks. And there's no way around that. And there are so many people who want to play it safe. You don't want to hurt anybody. You don't want to say or do the wrong thing. You don't want to take any risk. You don't actually want to jump out there because it might mean that you may lose a person. A friend. A job. Some sleep. Some money. I'm here to tell you. There's no other way. There's no other way. It sucks. But that's life. If you want the comfort in having whatever it is you currently have, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's no reward in that. Success comes with hard times. And the more successful you become, the harder those hard times will be. Period. You got to be damn near willing to lose it all in order to gain anything worth having. Mm -hmm. And anybody and anything that understands or is for you will be there in the end. Even if you have to lose them now, they'll be there. They'll find their way back. And if they don't, they're not for you. But we got one life. That's it. It's over. This ain't no Nintendo. It ain't no reset. It's a wrap. This ain't a VHS. You can't tape over it. So if you don't want to pursue everything that you have been told to pursue in this world, that's fine. That's your choice. Nobody's knocking you for it. But don't complain and say why the universe isn't matching my energy. It's probably because you're not matching the universe's energy. The universe will give you everything that you ask for. But you have to be willing to do the things that it's going to take for you to get what you're asking for. If you're not, you ain't never going to get it. Y'all got to be willing to lose everything. I mean that. Friends, family, sleep, finances, pride, all of it. At some point, every aspect of your life will be tested on the road to actually becoming half of what you can actually be. And then the universe is going to ask you again when you get to the halfway point. You sure? And I wasn't. (laughs) But I'm going to fight because that's what winners do. We never stop fighting. Success don't come to you because you're talented. Success don't come to you because you deserve it. It's unfortunate, but in life, you don't always get what you're worth or what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. You got to learn to believe in yourself and to never lose hope and just keep fighting. And nothing comes without sacrifice or risk. Until next week, Katie is safe because we were supposed to have this Martin versus Jamie Foxx
3: battle. I was about to say
2: And I purposely pushed this to where I ran out of time because I do not want to have that battle. I know that Martin was better than Jamie Foxx show, but I do not know that Martin had better movies. But I was talking shit, and I am willing to come on here and battle it out.
3: Loser, loser, loser.
2: But until next week, I'm safe. I love y'all.
3: We love y'all. Yeah, I was about to say we. What? Say something. We love y'all. We're going to be here for y'all. All All you got to do is just call Call Mo one. and Associates. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> Wait, what? Now we're a law firm?
3: Remember? What? Last time, because you stand up for your boys, I say we got to create Mo-, Mo and Associates. Oh, that's facts. Yeah, so now
2: you got to, yes. Nah, as much shit as we talk, we can't be a law firm. We need a law firm. <laughs> oh, Matter of right. fact, if you are one, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, bitches.
0: I'm stumbling like I can't see, yeah, I'm blinded by my dreams Every time they reach, cross over on me, knock me off my feet, yeah Kyle over from three, yeah, I promise that it get deep It ain't all that you see, can you feel what I mean? Keep on raising the bar the lines you should read. i've been bothered by these demons while i rest i don't know if i could swallow reality when it hits. i've been coping with my problems while trying to coexist you might feel a little hopeless and broken but don't you quit cause i swear to god you probably even closer than you think she get overwhelming that's why i be smoking when i drink Coast p moe i stay so sleep y'all saw it before me and helped me start to believe i used to want so. it all like the
1: money in the chain Till I learn it all money ain't the same. Cause you can do it all for the money in the fame. But you gon' learn this way more money in the game. I used to want it all like the money in the chain. Till I learn it all, money ain't the same. Cause you can do it all for the money in the fame. But you gon' learn this way more money in the game. Give me the game. I swear to y'all, I'm legit. Pick up a little, but really been through some shit Before every stand-up show, I've learned to sit And think about the days I really wanted to quit So it's, it's like every show is my last Can't break everything that I want is glass Chasing all this money while outrunning my past For a future like a future, this shit that you gotta pass She could probably be so much more than a ass But the thing about having class is really there ain't a class uh, Anything that I learned They gon' hate you for it all Even the stuff you earn. were But taking all these same day trips Wasn't a thing I was married to the phone Praying that it would ring Oof, Battles that I done fought I done been through this shit too long To come show short I used to want I'll it all run. like the money in the chain Till I learned that all money ain't the same Cause you could do it all For the money and the fame But you gon' learn this way More money in the game I used to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learn that all money ain't the same Cause you can do it all for the money in the fame But you gon' learn to sway more money in the game Give me
0: the heart game can turns my feelings I think that it's too much to deal with I drink, smoke the numb, pain and kill shit I paint a different picture, I'm a realist Strokes from the pressure in my lifetime Escape Untouched on the right side Put these haters up out of my sight line I'm sick of always playing Mr. I nice used to guys. want it all like
1: the money in the chain Till I learned it all money ain't the same Cause you can do it all for the money in the fame But you gon' learn this way more money in the game I used to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learned it all money ain't the same Cause you can do it all for the money in the fame But you gon' learn this way more money in the game Give me the game What's up, y'all? It's Key Will Voice, the official voice of In The Moment Podcast, and we want to thank you for tuning in each and every week. See you next week.